Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of the Off Grid Traveller. Today, we're going to be joined by Dane Muller, an amazing life coach and full-time van lifer, who with his family decided to hit the road 12 months ago with no end in sight. And we're going to be talking about how they built and coach a seven-figure business on the move and how a family loss accelerated their potential years of planning to buying the van the very next week. And also ways you can stay off grid indefinitely as long as you have a source of water and maybe a bit of gas. And as always, we'd like to thank the sponsor of today's podcast, Dry Flush Toilets. If you haven't seen these amazing off-grid toilets, you really need to check them out. They're the cleanest, easiest, smell-free toilet that you've ever seen. And they've recently won the best new camping technology in Australia. No more dumping chemicals or maintaining a composting toilet. Go to www.dryflush.com.au to see how they work. Let's get traveling. Welcome to the Off Grid Traveller podcast, where we meet the people who go off grid and into a life of adventure, challenge and grand new horizons. Whether on land or on sea, you'll meet some fascinating characters who've chosen the road less travelled and discover their best tips, worst moments, favourite destinations and a whole lot more. Okay, welcome guys to the Off Grid Traveller. I have uh, Dane Muller and also I believe uh, Nadine is in the background working hard in an entrepreneurship uh, mindset as always. And I just wanted to oh, say beforehand, you guys, seriously, I was checking out all of your socials. You're legitimately a power couple who is going from strength to strength and you're doing this whilst driving around in your home. Like, Yes, mate. Well, thank you for that. That's a lovely welcome. Uh, mate, for, thanks for having us on. And yeah, we we do it all from the road. So, so we wanted to wanted to create a life of doing what we wanted, and this is this is how we're doing it. So yeah, mate, it's, it's amazing because you know I, I'm just looking at the background as well, and you've made it look like a home as well. Like instead of just going, oh, you know, we do camping here and we live here, you've completely switched it up. You're living permanently on the road. You're adventuring yep. from place to place. And so, two questions. First one is, you know, um, well, why did you do it? And then the second one after that is, um, you know, how how did you how long did it take you to make it look like somewhere that you can live continuously? Okay, so we we were in a, I guess we were stuck, uh, my wife and I, in a spot of we're going through a lot of things personally, uh, singular, and then as a married couple and as a family, we had lots of external things with. Um, Real, uh, with our fathers being really unwell and we just were in jobs that we we weren't liking right careers that we we weren't i was i was in the construction industry for a long time as a builder my wife was a nurse in the uh, air force for a very long time wow. it just wasn't our passion so uh there was a few ideas thrown up um by my wife to begin with and it was me that needed the convincing to actually get on the road. So, right. uh, and then it was, it was something that my parents wanted to do after they retired was get on the road and travel. And my dad retired and then was diagnosed with cancer um, about that's a month into their trip. So no, that's fine. It's fine. And we, it was one, one thing that ends like what my wife was like, what happens 
if we do this when we're retired and then you end up getting sick or I get sick like your dad and we can't do it. I'm like, you know what? You're right. And then <laughs> I think within a week we'd had the um, deposit on the van and was all ordered and ready to go. So Wow. Seven days later and you've, you've jumped into the deep end. It was a, um, it was a really it was a quick t- yeah once we're once we're in we're all in wow that's that's what we're like so yeah it, it's just so like see, seeing what could potentially happen is like you saying that um nadine initially was kind of pushing the mindset of hey what about if we start traveling and then it was unfortunately a big impact full change in your life which then moved you to go you know what we have to do this tomorrow instead of doing it in five years or 10 years or 15 years and then it keeps getting pushed further and further right yep yeah definitely and i think for a lot of people too it generally takes something big in our lives to create change uh and we were just we literally and <laughs> there's no other nice way to put it we were actually just staying here doing things for our loved ones and just waiting for people to pass on mm. that was literally it so we really wanted to live our lives, show our boys this beautiful country and, and, and go from there. So no, mate, that that's, was it. that's amazing. Yeah. Like what, what a, what a, what a way to start that. And then, so then moving on to the other question I asked is just how, how then do you turn uh, this, this, this thing that you're living in, which is a tiny home in certain aspects into a, yep. a livable, beautiful home, because it, it looks, it looks like somewhere that I would just chill out and probably sleep about 20, 24 hours a day. So yeah. <laughs> it really is mate it honestly it didn't during the the process of changing from the house to the van we had the van parked at our, our house so we we literally i think there was about six weeks six to eight weeks where we had the we were moving things in and out moving around doing a couple of short trips here and there just to get the feel of the van and i mean there's always little things like this like when you live in a normal house you're always doing little bits of redecorating here and finalizing touches and things like that so that's that's an always thing it really didn't take us long to get it felt like a home straight away okay it was actually we we got asked that question a fair bit um especially over our our our, um the wanderers page how long did it take for you to settle in and we got asked that a fit a bit and we both looked at each other and we were just like it it didn't there was no settling in period it just felt so clarity we were just it was the exactly right thing the exactly right time for for us so yeah and and you're you're still on this journey at the same time so certainly are we've been in the van it's not changing no no time no time soon now we've been in the van and uh living in it since around for for a bit over 12 months wow yeah so and we've we've got lots lots more traveling to do yet so yeah. Yep. So just just to kind of give a, a reference point, then in those twelve months, where have you where have been the key points that you've travelled so far? So we've so we've taken our time. We're in no rush because we have no end date. Yeah. And we've basically just done the east the east coast of Australia so far. So wow. we started yeah. on the Gold Coast, which is close to the centre of uh, the east coast of Queensland, probably a little little south of the centre. We went all the way up the top. And then we've turned around, come all the way back down to the bottom, and now we're back on the Gold Coast. We've been spending spending some time uh, here the last little bit over Christmas, and just some time with the family and stuff Re- like that. Reconning so, for the Christmas time, yeah. and then and off off back on the next adventure. Which then is is a question of like, what has been the biggest highlight 
so far during that journey? Has there been a point when you've gone like, this is, this is it, you know? That's a tough question. There's, there's so many. Mm. So there's, there's, it's That's a so good hard answer. to pinpoint. Yeah, there's so, <laughs> so difficult to pinpoint just one because there's so many. The things that really stand out of the the boys, I've got two, we've got two young boys that are, are traveling with us and just that, seeing their faces, seeing them experience everything that we experience. And then one of my, actually one of my favorite things is just the family, the other families that we've met on the road. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, just it's so nice to you meet so many beautiful young families like like ours, and they're all doing this for the same reason, just to create change for themselves, see the country, give their kids an experience that they'll never forget, and just the friendships that the the kids make are, is pretty special. Yeah, I was talking to uh, a, a, a couple beforehand who'd been bouncing around on a catamaran, and uh, they mentioned uh, uh, something which was really cool. They said that. The difference between kids that are continuously at home versus kids that are on the road, the conversations you can have with them is just bar none. Like their 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 experiences are different, their mindsets are different. You know, you, I'm I'm guessing obviously you you teach them at home, but at the same time yeah. they're learning things that you wish you'd be able to have learned. Maybe oh, yeah, it's seeing seeing more of the country than I ever saw by the time I was seven years old. So yeah, we, my eldest is seven years old. We homeschool him. My youngest is three and a half. So he's just a, he just wants to get out and play all the time. So there's no, no schooling for him. And though he sits in on the lessons and what he sees and learns from those lessons is helping him immensely. So yeah. Well, he's, yeah. So he's, he's at the point where his brain is literally a sponge. And so if he's learning free, He's got yep. six years old. He's going to know probably for whatever reason, he'll probably end up knowing two more languages for, uh, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> just, who knows? Who knows? Why yeah. Not, right. Um, yeah. And then, and with Madden, like you, you, you touched on um, just his social skills hmm. through the roof. And you, and we get that from a lot of, especially with well, now we're back on the, the Gold Coast and you, you catch up with other friends and stuff. And they just, they mentioned how good his, uh, how great his language is. And wow. just, it's like having a, a conversation with an adult almost so, so that's an interesting point to to put and obviously uh just just as a reference you guys have your own uh coaching business which you do yes. whilst on the road which is yep. another question most people go like, how to how do people fund this and all that and but you how, how did you begin to fund this business uh, not business but this lifestyle and how are you continuing it obviously with the coaching but how is that going in general the coaching is fantastic mate we've um it's a business that has taken a great lot of work from both my wife and myself. Uh, in particular, my wife, she, she was the driving force to begin with. Um, she's an amazing, amazing person. And just one of those one percenters that anything she does just is 150% and everything just is perfect. So we created this company because we both had a had a passion for helping in some way shape or form helping others where nice. my wife was a nurse i was in building and then i went into investigations in child protection for, for a few years wow. and then loved that was a really fulfilling point of my life because i felt like i was making a difference and we both just wanted to create an impact for a lot of other people so with both me in particular i've uh in the past dealt with uh, some depression some post-traumatic stress 
um, all, all of those fun things, all those labels that uh, doctors and uh, people like to give you. And I started doing some self-development work, um, followed in the footsteps of my wife. And the self-development work uh, changed my life, changed our lives. Right. And the impact that it had on me, there's, there's, I just could not keep it to myself. I had to share it. And that's where our passions come from is just giving what we've learned and what we've created to other people to in turn help themselves and create a better life for themselves. So, yeah. So that, that then comes down to the fact that when in a day, in a day, how many times would you do coaching or what, how does your day go uh, whilst you're on the road? Cause obviously there's points when you're traveling, then you're stopped. And you said you're, yep. you're, you're, you stay in locations, potentially what a few days to up to a couple of weeks. We usually, most of the time, we'll only, a minimum amount of time would be four nights. So four nights, five days. Wow. And just for us, yeah, we, again, we're not on a time, we're not time restricted. So we have created this company to give us the freedom to do them, do what we want, when we want. And oh, no. we structure in our coaching calls group calls some and we have i have a, um we have retreats that we run on the gold coast so we just fly back and stay with the family and stuff like that so everything's structured around the day um we have a shared calendar that's every hour's sort of down to the what, what we're doing so and yes there's room for movement in there when needed so um it's just keeping on top of the schedule making sure that we're both um aware of what each other's got on and we see a lot of it's group coaching as well so we have a lot of clients mm. and they they're in group coaching containers so we might have 20 clients in the one one container so you you're only doing in one session for 20 people and then with one-on-one clients we've generally only got three one-on-one clients at any time mm. and that's yeah. not because we don't want to help more people that's just you, you're taking you're holding a lot of energy for a lot of people time effective as well um, right in that emotional you state. Give, yes and you want to give your 200 to anyone that you're you're giving your time to so um we found that having just spacing out our clients our one-on-ones and groups just gives us an opportunity to give us ourselves to them in a better way and we have i mean we have uh what have we got 10 10 other um coaches that uh wow. work under our our company and they're all in uh helping as well so yeah and are, are they are they are they in are they doing the travel thing as well or are they in one like uh, they're not no they all they all work all work remotely some are on the gold coast here we've got other others in new south wales we've actually got three that uh live in the philippines and work in the philippines for us brilliant and they're phenomenal and yeah always always looking for different opportunities to expand as a company to just create different avenues to uh create impact well the 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 the, the main key point there was that they're working remote and that's that's yep. the thing is that if they wanted to jump on the road if they wanted to be on a boat if they wanted to be in the middle of the jungle bar having some wi-fi they are actually able to do that. And that's the beauty yep. of the world that we live in that, you know, you, you are you know, like, there's some, there's some positions that you need to be in a location, totally understand yep. it. But, you know, there's, there's so much world to see. And that that's something that's been part of my life for the last uh, 10 years or so now is that if, if I can, I always like going into a new cityscape or new 
uh, countryside and it just gives you that energy inside to go, wow, this is this is why yes. we travel, right? Yep. And to continuously yes. do that whilst you're on on in a in, in your van and at the same time coaching people, you're you're constantly keeping your 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 energies topped up. Have you? Would you say that? Yes. And, and not to say that you wouldn't be as inspirational if you were in one location, but do you think it's it's kind of like um, putting the 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 butane up to to eleven to to keep to keep the inspiration going? Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. It helps when you, you when you walk out of the door and you're staring staring at beautiful blue ocean or something like that, or you're in the rainforest. It definitely, uh, it definitely, it's definitely inspiring. Yeah. That's for sure. And though, mate, we, we've all got unlimited um, amounts of energy. We just, know how, we just need to figure out ways how to tap into it. So, and doing what we've done and the work we've done on ourselves and that we continue to do on ourselves, we're just, we're just able to have that, just tap into energy whenever, whenever we need. Yeah, I've actually so, got a sign up yeah. there that says unlimited memory and the, the key insight. So I, I agree with you. Just anything, we have the ability to do anything. It's just how do you unlock yes. those things? And being on the road and, and working at the same time is a it's a pretty unlimited source of uh, inspiration. So uh, uh, 100%. And, and the big reason we left when we first left was to look deep down. We knew our passion. We just didn't know in what direction. Hmm. And we literally we left on the road to sort of rediscover ourselves as a uh, as a as a married couple as individuals as a family and we just found that about two weeks into the trip so wow <laughs> that was quick then yeah. right jeez and it was it was extremely quick so uh, you you mentioned that it's your your kids are probably the the highest point when it comes down to seeing them through their mm. eyes regarding the most uh, these new emotional experiences because for what you feel you go wow and then you see them gawping and going okay he he gets it better than I do for this yeah um, just it, it, down to the little things like the birds the lizard like we've seen the same same type of lizard a thousand times and just the excitement on my youngest boy's face every time we see that type of lizard is just it never gets old ever wow so let's look at the opposite side what have been what's a couple moments in your mind where you've gone like this is uh whoa, this is hard graft i don't know what's going on and i'm feeling pretty drained at the moment <sighs> To be honest, mate, and when you when you asked that question earlier, I struggled to think of anything because there hasn't been. But I mean, there's like anything, you have your highs and lows. Mm. There has never been a point since we've travelled where I've gone, I don't want to do this, or it'd be nice to have a house, or or anything like that. It's just no, just there's none <laughs> to, to put that. I mean. I would I would happily give someone else a wet pack up the days okay. that I've had to do where we're, where we're going to move, <laughs> there you go. move destinations and it's pouring down rain and I've got to do the pack up. Still, it's all part of the adventure. Okay, yeah. So what I was uh, on the catamaran, they they were mentioning about how um, you have to be careful with the toilet because it can block up as well. Uh, yep. Is that something that you're planning your kids to 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 take over at some point or the yeah, uh it's a little I, i'm not sure of the toilet set up on a boat or a yacht um it, yeah no one likes to i'm the only one that empties it so far <laughs> of so. course you are <laughs> yeah yeah 
This episode of Off Grid Traveller is proudly sponsored by Dry Flush Toilets Australia, home of the world famous Lavio Dry Flush Toilet. This patented electric toilet has no chemicals, is not a composting system, and can be set up literally anywhere in under 60 seconds. It looks and feels like an at-home toilet to use, but it can be used anywhere with no external power or water, and it still flushes. There's also no cartridge to clean or empty, and it's perfect for camping, caravans, converted vans, boats, tiny homes, or anything off-grid. Go to www.dryflush.com.au and use coupon code off grid to get a 10% discount on your toilet order today. Most of the places that we stayed, because we like to do a lot of off grid camping as well, but we also go to the actual caravan parks where there's amenities and pools and lots of yeah, other families right. for the boys to play. Uh, and we have a dog that we bring along with us as well. So, Love um, so generally, when it comes to the uh, the, to- the toilet business, I if there are <laughs> if it's not a number one, I try and get them to go to the amenities <laughs> in the park. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's a, and, and that so that's another one as well is obviously having a dog on the road. I was watching some mm. of your Instagram and and you know it, it, that can be not a low point, but a problem is that you do then minimize some of the locations you can go to, right? And has yeah, that definitely. been has that been a problem? Not at all. We we don't know any different. We've only ever travelled with our dog. So I'm sure there's a lot of other places we could go without him. Mm. And though they'd only be 20 minutes closer to a location that we want to go. So the big thing with having the dog on the road is knowing where you're going ahead of time. If there's places that you want to go visit, national parks, places where you can't take your your dog because we'll always stay at camps that are dog friendly or pet friendly Mm. and if we're going if we want to go to a national park or see something that we can't have him at we'll just organize either a dog sitter yeah or there's lots of little pet resorts around now like since covid there's so many more facilities for pets and travel within within australia so it really hasn't hasn't stopped us from doing anything at all so and and when you're saying that there's so many facilities for dogs, like you legitimately, there's been no problem for you. You, because you've got a dog, you don't look for places that can't take dogs. It's, it's the same with me. Cause we're, we're, we're potentially planning on doing a road trip around South Korea. And we're yep. already like focusing on the fact that um, we don't know how many places won't take dogs. So we're doing the research now. We're going to build out a list and it, it does minimize, but then it actually opens up your creativity per se, because yes. then you have to yep. work around that and it's family, right? Why would you ever leave someone out? That's it. That's it. So yeah, it just, as long as you're organized ahead of time, and yes, there are times where something might pop up where you want to go do something. And most of the parks that we stay at, we'll ask the management there, hey, do you have any numbers of dog sitters and most of them will come with with three or four different phone numbers for you to call for yeah, for right. that help. So yeah, yeah, wow. just be, being organised is the biggest thing. And again, there are days where you might something might pop up that you really want to go do and you can't. You just organise it for the next day, or organise, or you just call the numbers, call and see if you can get a someone to watch him for for that time you're out, mm-hmm. or you just don't do it. 
Well, and the thing is, like you said, you meet so many amazing people on the journey. There, there's a. I, I'm, I'm not saying you should trust every single person that you meet on the uh, on the street, but <laughs> what I've found is when I've been traveling is that I've built a faster connection with these individuals and uh, a level of faith with them so much more uh, quickly because you are within that same group and you're like, look, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. And yeah, so I'm and wondering it's... if you've ever had that where you've been like, hey we can look after your dog and you're like you know what yeah no worries like keep keep an eye on him um we well, it makes sense exactly that yes uh we've met those type of those people we meet those people everywhere and we haven't had to ask them we've had plenty of offers which is yeah. fantastic so um it and, and it's always really nice to nice to hear nice to know that the that they're there so and it's i mean you make connections so quick with people on the road because they're doing the same thing as you your values are aligned and it's just you it's just that instant connection generally as well so yeah yeah so uh, uh, one thing that i've i uh found with the the people on the catamaran as well is that they um they said that they were spending a thousand dollars more since they've been living back at home compared to when oh, wow. they were when they were traveling and so my my question to you is it have you found it's been cheaper on the road or has it been more expensive you know what we we're in a position where we don't need to budget gotcha uh and we yes we watch like and, and like when we were living in a house we do we watch our money we save money we do this we do that where fortunately we've got a really successful business and it's not something that we've had to closely monitor. Hmm. And even before we set out where we were watching money, we still weren't at the same time because we didn't want to limit ourselves to not doing things because of, of a budget. The only, th the only thing we spend more money on now is fuel. As you do. <laughs> in the van around. So, yeah, we got the big um, Nissan Patrol that is very thirsty and uh, we, we need it. So, yeah. It's like... Okay, so even so, with with the fact that you have the 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 luxury per se to to go out and travel and and do what you want, which is the beauty of it, right? You've you literally yeah, living yeah. the dream on that that aspect. Um, if it came down to the bare minimum necessities, do you think you could do it for cheaper, or what? What do you think? Oh, hundred percent, yeah, definitely. I would say our living costs in general are less on the road. Yeah. Right. Um, because you can you do you stay at the the free camps and the uh the low cost camps and things like that. We're only spending like five dollars a night, and I know what rent in Australia is like at the moment. Mortgages with the uh, interest rates going up, so definitely that side of cost of living is a lot uh, less for us. Um, I would say groceries are very similar to what mm. we'd spend usually. Yeah, so definitely I would say all in all, it'd be a less less on the road than living um in a in a place living costs anyway so yeah, yeah. sure and so what what do you think the likeliness is of um of of like a large percentage of the australian population ending up being uh travelers uh half the time because if if cost of living is is cheaper on the road do you think that there could be a push where you you end up getting maybe one third of the population just continuously moving um i hope so that'd be cool right i really i i think i mean each to each to their own 
I I would hope that somewhere down the line that everyone gets to experience this in some way, shape, or form because it really is. This is a beautiful country that we have. It's so there's so much to do and so much to see. Yeah. And when you get, I mean, and there's lots of nothing when you get to places as well, which is really special to see as well, if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah. Well, you you went on that tra- uh, trip recently, didn't you, to the middle of uh, yeah Aussie and uh, to Uluru. I, I, yeah, I, I saw some of the uh, the images and I was like, a lot of nothing and then something huge a lot of in nothing. the middle. But it's stunning, yep. absolutely stunning. Beautiful, it is. We uh, So my wife and I, we flew to uh, Yalara, which is uh, Ayers Rock um, or Uluru, better mm-hmm. known as. A lot of people would know Uluru or Ayers Rock. It's the, Uluru is the indigenous name for, for the, big, the big red rock or the heart right. of Australia, it's called. That's cool. We did three nights there. Just myself and my wife. It was kind of a a little celebration for us. And my my kids stayed with my my parents. They had three nights with the grandparents. And I knew oh, this is the first time I've been there. I knew how special the place was. I just did not know it would have that kind of effect on me of how special it was. There's just there's so much of nothing there, and there's this is a this is the ultimate paradox there's so much of nothing in it there's a lot of stuff there at the same time so it's uh it just blows me away that the the aboriginals have lived there for 35,000 years i just you look at it and like how would how they have survived they? <laughs> yeah and, and is, that, that's a good just, question it's amazing it really is yeah. So is it because obviously they they they've got to hunt game there or, or like yeah I mean I mean there's so much there without us knowing they know it all there's lots of different uh, like bush tucker they call it so mm-hmm. uh, and yeah they're I mean even the animals are few and far between so there's a lot of like birds and lizards and things like that that they they use and still do they still practice a lot of their um, of everything that they have forever so mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's it's it's just beautiful, and uh, like anyone who um, would like to see more about it, you should def- definitely check out. Is a uh, it's the Heart Led Wanderers, right? Uh, at that's Instagram, it, yeah. which is is really cool. And you guys have got like four different Instagrams. I, I was checking <laughs> out, and they they're all super super inspirational. Um, oh, thank one, you. One thing I really really liked was that um, it's not just one of those where it's like everything's amazing and everything's great there's some there's some videos in there where it's like uh instagram photo with uh i, I think it was your your missus and uh the kid and then five seconds after the kid headbutts her accidentally and i was just like yeah that, <laughs> that's real life and and i think yeah look like... sorry go on it's very yeah it's very easy to show the the glamorous side of everything and i mean that's the beauty of social media you can you can do whatever you like on there and we just we set out it's my wife my, my wife's personal page she's um had a great she's amassed a great following or great audience um a beautiful little community that's um followed her for a long time and a lot of them jumped over when we started the the new page and just she, she's been from the start she's just she shows who she is and that's how we are there's no point of being any different we just we are who we are we'll show our the, the good bad and ugly so yeah, yeah. 
but that that's the beauty of it i think like there, there's too much polish these days uh yeah. on on social media and and it just it, and this is what causes people that feeling of doom scrolling i think is that yes. you know when they feel yeah. like oh my gosh you know how can my life be any better because all these people are already doing it why would i but the fact of the matter is it's those people that then show the like the the toilets exploded or um yeah. you know like it's it's absolutely hammering down with rain and i've got to go put the 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 camping in right now and i'm going to yeah. show you yeah. what i'm doing in, and i'm going to show you my emotions right now yes. those sort of beautiful yeah. things are what make like when i watch people and follow people it's like oh that that makes me want to go out there because yeah i realize because it's relatable exactly it's 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 the it's real life it's it's the fact of yep. it if if you were walking around in a suit in 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 the, the middle of nowhere <laughs> and going like this is this is it and you've got a lamborghini next to you i'd probably be wondering how much yeah, you spent on that on and, and are you yep. okay <laughs> yes there's probably something yeah. might might not be right you know and uh and, and nothing against people that want to be like that it's just you know um realism is is far and few between sometimes and having yes. people yep. who are on the road um but also life coaching it's it's a beautiful mix of um realism and being the best version of yourself and i think it's important that 100%. we remind that 100 percent. and then again with the other pages we we share so much of our story whether it's on the road or our past or what we're doing now and that's that's just to show people that we've been to some pretty dark, low places. And me personally, my, my, and my wife, and that creating the life that you really want is absolutely achievable. Uh, you just have to want it. Just want it. And that's that's what we wanted. So that's when we went after it. So, yeah. Yeah. What would be the the three biggest, like, pushes as as a life coach and someone who's done it what would be the three biggest pushes that you'd say for someone who feels like they're stuck in the mud right now and needs to needs to just go out and travel or do something what what would you say is just yeah those three those three big points or even one you know if they're wanting to travel yeah if you're wanting to travel like step into it like take take that leap don't be scared yes it can be scary lean into that 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 fear that awkwardness because you'll never regret it yeah if you if you travel and you only you get out for a month and you're like oh, okay this isn't for me you're never going to regret not doing it wow at least you have to go you're so never going to regret how that. long you, you're never you're going to regret not doing it fact so if you go you like get out for, even if you go for two weeks you might find out and you're just like oh no this isn't for me yeah you're never gonna you go oh that was you got to be thankful that you did it for yourself. That and everything comes back to self. So if you're scared or worried or have these limiting beliefs about yourself and that you can't do stuff, start that self-development and self-work on yourself because everything starts with self. It all, yeah. all comes back to self. Once you clear whatever it is in you that's holding you back, nothing's going to stop you. After it's, that, so. it's the it's the you know go go and find yourself because uh you know if, if you're doing the same thing every single day it's hard to to look in the mirror sometimes and see see where, where you've gone and what what you need to do and i think it's important as well for people to realize that it's okay to feel stuck at the moment it's okay oh, yes 
to be in a mess sometimes it's okay yeah. all of us go through it like i've hit rock bottom at points and um you know it, it's just how you then deal with it afterwards and putting good people around you who can say hey we're we're here for you and you're not alone like you said depression yeah. it can really it can take take you man it can take you very it, it weird can, places and I've, I've i've lost uh friends to to the their inner inner demons yeah. uh, and that's and i mean there's so many great outlets now for and i speak in them because that's my my area uh and though i have female clients too um there's so many great outlets now for men to speak up and seek advice and seek help. It's just, again, it's there that it's like it's built into our DNA almost that societal way of men. Yeah. Don't, don't speak. So, and the fact that it's a big thing that I preach to is everyone still talks of the the stigma around men's health mm. or men's mental health. There's only a stigma because everyone keeps on saying there's a stigma. So we a big thing that I do is if someone reaches out, I celebrate them That's and make cool. sure that they know that they've made, they've just taken the first step to change their life. And, so, and, yeah. and that, that, that pulls into, you know, traveling as well. If you do that two weeks, you do a month, congratulations. If you do a day, yes. you go somewhere for a day and you've never done that before. Congratulations yeah. as well. Celebrate, That's- celebrate your wins, celebrate your little wins. doesn't matter how big or small they are. Celebrate them. Don't hold yeah. them in. Let everyone know. Let yourself know. If you have a little win, have a beer. Have Celebrate. a beer. Yeah, yeah. Beer. They, <laughs> in Korea, in Korea, they call it mekju, and uh, they have this really cool thing. I don't know if you've ever had it, but um, it's it's uh, chicken and beer together, but it's fried chicken, mate. It's, oh, it's right. uh, probably the best thing you'll ever try. So make sure you know when when you head down this way in your in your motorhome, uh, we'll, we'll go for <laughs> mekju and beer. But just make sure you don't drive afterwards because you might get in trouble. Yeah, um, right. I have. Uh, they do something similar here on the barbecue. Where they have the, uh, the the can of beer and they sit the chicken over the top of the can and roast it. Oh yeah, yeah, and I've seen that before. So, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't tried it myself, and though I uh, might might give it a crack on the weather. That sounds good, but it, to me, it just sounds like a waste of beer. But that's just because yeah. I want to drink <laughs> yeah. the beer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, um, just just uh, just uh, because I, a lot of people always want to know these sort of things as well is what are the three biggest tech items that are are essential for you on the road uh when when you're traveling for running the business well, for, just, well just in general in general i'd say for traveling and living so let's say let's let's just say travel let's say travel and travel okay so with kids having internet is great yeah because you can especially in australia you can hit sections or areas where you'll get rain three four weeks in and like and and it just it's difficult it's not impossible it's difficult to uh, find things to do every day when it's raining so having that uh the 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 wi-fi um for them to just have a little bit of another outlet i mean they can only play in the rain so much yeah uh the air fryer oh air fryers must have for us uh for your quick fixes and quick dinners um for the travel for me because we do like off-grid i i've got a complete lithium uh setup in the van with all my solar and stuff so i've I've got we've got about 1200 watt of solar on the roof 
and then I've got 600 amps of uh, Enerdrive battery and um, a 2000 watt inverter and everything. Wow. So we can literally, we don't need to plug into power anywhere we go. So we can literally, I can, even in the heat, I can run the air conditioning overnight with batteries no dropping problem. down to maybe 30. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So if you're really wanting to do it and living full time in it, something set up like that is definitely, definitely something to look into. So yeah, so then how long do you think you could you could stay off grid before you'd be turning back to civilization? Uh it'd be water that stops us. So we'd probably get ah. I mean, we could have endless amounts of drinking water. You you can purchase that. So water tanks we've got about two hundred liters. Uh and I carry a hundred and fifty liter bladder. So mm. depending on how close the water supply is, I can do a quick check, fill up the bladder and fill tanks up, things like that. So we can push it, especially if we're near the ocean and the boys are swimming and not needing a shower every night. <laughs> we can probably push the water tanks to about five days. Wow. Okay, cool. But then yeah. there's like, obviously, because you've got the internet, you're able to always check where there is a water source, yep. where is the next location need. And uh, the, I'm guessing, has there been any times when you've been a little bit further and your internet's dropped out or are you, you had no problem? We've been pretty well covered in that sense. We carry a few different devices with us. Uh, there's a little a little modem that we carry around from Telstra, who's yeah. one of the main suppliers here in Australia. Uh, and there's a great company called Out There Internet. Okay. And they've developed their product uh, that runs off a Telstra SIM or any any one of the company's SIMs. We use Telstra because we we generally haven't had an issue and needed any other. And they they actually developed this product traveling around Australia themselves and tested it on a, on a lap of Australia. So uh, we use that and that's what I'm running off now. And there hasn't been an issue with the, uh, the upload speed. So no kicks at all, has it really? Yeah. It's uh, like, uh, th this is the beauty. Like we are talking and you are on the road right now. And I really want to like get this into people's mind. We are in the future. This is the future. <laughs> like uh, yes. the, the only thing that's going to be changing soon is that, uh, you know, you, you'll probably end up having a solar paneled van at some point when that becomes like a, a fully fledged thing. And then they will be off grid. They won't ever, ever come back. It, yeah, just, it, uh, yeah. As long as, as long as there's a bit of water around, we'll be, we're good to go. So. I'm sure there'll be yeah. a way to pull out all the moisture from the air around you watch this space guys uh the mm. very second we hear about that we'll be talking about it and uh, i'm sure dame will I'll be one it. of the first to uh go through it so we'll be we'll be asking him about it but um yep, mate, is, yep. there, is there any uh just any last comments or any uh things that you'd recommend for people if they're looking to travel or um looking to start a business and and but be on the road and remote anything that you just want to share uh just if it's something that you really want to do do it don't yeah. don't let yeah it's i mean you there's so <laughs> there's so many inspirational quotes and things that you can say and do if you never try it you'll never know if you don't ask the answer is always no yeah so yeah just, just just do it yeah nike just do it man like uh it's it, actually I stick by that. That is the greatest, <laughs> yeah, the greatest, greatest phrase of all time is just do it. It literally yeah. is. So there's no failure, only lessons. Yeah, that's my biggest one. So you can set off, and you can be worried about not failing. Don't treat it as a failure. Treat it as a lesson, and you go, okay, what have I learned from this? So exactly. Yeah.
No, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And um, what are your Instagram, uh, Facebook channels, any that you'd want to to push forward? Love to. Always want to give it a plug, mate. So our travel page is Heartled Wanderers. Uh, that's the family travel page. My wife's page is Nadine Muller, yep. N-A-D-I-N-E-M-U-L-L-E-R. And that's 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 her main one. And then I, my coaching page or the uh, the men's group page is Heartled underscore Warriors. Yes. That's uh, Instagram, Facebook, websites, all of it. And we have a uh, a free Facebook group. Uh, we both have one, Rise by Nadine Muller. And that's a free Facebook group for women. I think Nadine's got around 5,000 members uh, in there. And it's just women who can share and give advice. And there's uh, five highly qualified coaches in there to help answer wow. questions and advice and everything like that as well. And on the men's side, we have Heart-Led Men. Uh, and again, this is a, a tiptoe or a, a fingertip into men's work where... You can post anonymously, ask questions where, again, we've got four really highly skilled coaches in there, myself included. Mm. We do free Q&As every Wednesday night. So if you've got a question and you want to hear two coaches chat about men's work and things that we can do, topics, it's all in there. So, yeah. See, and and that's that's the awesome thing is you know uh, what what Nadine is doing is is incredible, and what what you're doing as well for uh, the male side, which again, as as you mentioned, it's it's a lot quieter, but the the fact is, it's because we don't we don't talk about it, and we need yeah. to have an area where we can it's, talk about oh, it. It's yeah. growing. We it will grow. That's it. That's one thing that the women are definitely doing better than us at the moment, and that is self development and and letting their feelings be heard and talking about it so i will say that when the men are ready they definitely knock on the door and it's fantastic so yeah and when and when we do open the door it's it's probably too many emotions at first <laughs> i've been there never, myself never too many it's never too many yeah yeah no i, I respect that it's just um I, i've i've definitely opened doors before and i've gone oh that was a bit yeah a bit much for me personally do you know what i mean but then that, you've got these people around you who are who want you to share that you know so yes and agreed. that's and that's and you and that's a great point that you just brought up. Maybe I wasn't ready for that. If your unconscious mind didn't want you to say it, it wouldn't you wouldn't have said it. You know? mm-hmm. So there's a reason and t- there's timing and reasons for everything. And just just trust your judgment when trust it's time. You'll know. Yeah. yeah, everyone has their own gestation period. Exactly. Guys, welcome and thank you so much uh, for coming to the Off Grid Traveller. We've had the awesome Dane with us telling us some. Um, uh well life lessons life coaching and everything good in between all the way from his um his his van on on the road and uh i'm I'm sure we'll we'll be seeing some really cool things in the future cheers guys if you or someone you know would be an interesting guest on the show we'd love to hear from you we love speaking to everyday people who've taken to the open road or open seas for an extended period of time or anyone that's set up their life in an off-grid location Please email guest at offgridtraveller.com.au to get in touch. That's two L's in Traveller.